We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everyone welcome to the rotor grinders morning grind podcast i'm your host tvtpfl it's thursday it's september 30th it's 2021 we have nine baseball games to talk about here on today's slate joined today by andre alfred dre jersey 26 what's happening my friend what's going on stevie just hanging in there um hopefully trying to have a good bounce back tonight for uh, baseball, um, got a little sweat going on. Hopefully, going to move up with the uh, Matt Scherzer to close out the the game for me. Yeah, I have a good lineup going too. Um, interested to see how the night kind of plays out. Red Sox a lot better tonight than they were last night. Um, and I mean, I got a few hitters just getting started. Got Trey Turner in reserve there in the late game, so um, not too bad, not too shabby. Uh, so we'll see how it works out, but. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Like I said, we got uh, nine games. Not too bad for a Thursday. And um, I mean, Thursday night football. So we'll have plenty of content here at Rotor Grinders, expert survey, all kinds of stuff breaking down the Thursday football game. Should be a fun game. Two offenses that, um, I mean, young quarterbacks, you never know. We're going to get started with Boston at Baltimore. This game currently at a 10 total. Boston is a 225 favorite. We got Nick Pavetta going up against Alexander Wells. Um, any interest here in Pavetta? Um, not going to really have that much interest in him. I know the price is not that bad for him, but I I just can't see myself getting too much. much and, uh, maybe a little bit of tournaments, but other than that, not really. You see, I'm opposite here. Uh, 7K, 26% K rate, strikeout heavy Baltimore team. I mean, it could go either way. Don't get me wrong. Red Sox in must win situations from here on out. They get a good schedule. I mean, they're facing Baltimore and then Washington. They should be able to finish out the season super strong. But I mean, Pavetta at 7K, if he's pitching well, I mean, I don't see why he won't go 90 to 100 pitches in this spot coming off of a decent start against the Yankees. I think this is a great spot to play him in tournaments and it could end very ugly, but at least if it ends ugly, your night's over quick because it's the early game. You go watch football. So 
Um, Alexander Wells on the other side. I mean, it's another lefty going up against the Red Sox. Um, I mean, I haven't played either one of the ones earlier this week. I don't see that one. I mean, I'm not playing him here. Yeah, I agree with you. With only this, with him having only like a 13% strikeout rate, I can't see myself getting some. I see myself playing a lot of the, the Boston bats on the other side. All right, let's talk Red Sox. Sacked in the last two days, like I said, worked out a little bit better today. Still not great. Um, what are your thoughts when it comes to Boston here? Uh, I'm going to definitely have them. Um, definitely we'll, we'll be playing them again today for sure. There's no reason not to. Um, it's just a matter of how much I want to get to them uh, versus everybody else on the field. So um, I like the line that they rolled out there last night, uh, well, this past night. But and I think it's going to be a good, another good lineup tonight. I think we have hopefully Swarber back in a lineup. So um, I'm fine with that and, and getting as much exposure to them as I can. Probably not significantly overweight, but maybe a little bit over. Yeah, I'm definitely stacking the socks here. Again, they're playing for something very important. Um, they're coming off of a win on Wednesday night, which makes me happy after they lost to Baltimore on Tuesday night, which made me mad. Um, so the, the range of emotions of a sports fan, always fun. Uh, Baltimore bats, any interest in Baltimore here? Uh, I'm going to have some in tournaments. I, I, I like the first half, the top half of that lineup. Wells, Bob Castle, um, Hayes, if he's in there, and, Manc- and Mancini. Um, those are the top, pretty much the top three. And, um, and a four, pretty much, with the lineup, I'll, I'll probably have some ex- decent, decent exposure to. Um, and just see what I can do. I know he gives up uh, ground balls at a, uh, not at a bad rate, but and also he – Preventing is of a lot of fly balls, about 44% to righties and 41% to lefties and hard contacts at about around 40% too as well. So I like having them in tournaments and thinking like, like I said, the top half will be something I get to. It's just be a little bit different. Yeah. It, when he's bad, he's bad. Um, I mean, there's, there's no usual in between for him. So I definitely like the idea uh, if you are playing some Pavetta, like I'll probably have Pavetta on at least one of my three teams. I might even have have like a hedge Baltimore stack on one of those three themes because I could see it going either way. Uh, we move on. We got the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Game is an eight and a half. The Blue Jays are a 130 favorite after opening as a 150 favorite. This game has moved a lot. Corey Kluber. Going up against Robbie Ray, two teams that have to win. I mean, this series is one of the most important series uh, in the last week of baseball season. What are your thoughts here on Corey Kluber? Yeah, I, I'm gonna have a little bit. Uh, I'm probably more prevented than Kluber, definitely for sure. Um, this 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 is Toronto team is just, they don't strike out a lot. So, and and we saw what they did today to to um to Garrett Cole. So. It, it can happen. It's pretty much happen easily against a Kluber. So I'm not gonna have as much Kluber, um, but I'll have some in tournaments just because you never know what the upside. Because the strikeout upside could always be there. But th- this game is really just probably gonna be more so about the bats. I feel in my per- in my opinion, except for on um, probably the Yankee side. I mean, on the Serrano side, um, the Yankee side, it's gonna be probably hard to get to them a little bit. Yeah, for me, with Kluber here, I'm just worried about the leash. I think if he's struggling, he's out quick um, in this one. This game matters so much that that that's my biggest um, that's my biggest issue with Kluber. And I mean the lineup, like it's no it's no cupcake matchup. It's like 
Robbie Ray on the other side, he's 10 K. And I mean, he obviously has the ceiling is 33% K rate 3.4 X FIP on the season. Good pitcher. But I mean, this Yankees lineup is just so stacked and he struggled already twice against them this season. For me, I just, I'm out on playing the pitchers in this game. Um, I just don't see a reason to play the pitchers in this game. I'm going to have some Robbie Ray just because I know the Yankees typically do have a a strikeout heavy lineup sometimes or or a decent strikeout um, heavy lineup uh, with with some players that strike out at a high clip, but they do have power. And I understand that. So it's a little bit of risk reward there. Um, So I like having some exposure to both sides of this game. Robbie Ray, I think, is, is someone I'll get to. Um, definitely will. I probably won't have a lot of them. I can see myself probably paying, like I said, going more to maybe, maybe going, maybe it might, you know, now we're talking about it, thinking about it more, which you mentioned with Pavetta, maybe getting more Pavetta and being in mid range with pitchers as far as um, that side. Um, but there's not really that, I don't think we have that many other options besides a couple of other ones on the slate. So, but I guess we'll just have to see what it, what it comes down to. Um, but yeah, I, I get to play a decent amount of Robbie Ray, I say. Yeah, always a fun slate this time of year, especially when games that matter so much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Yankees, the pricing on the Yankees is so fair that I think if you're playing the Yankees, you're probably stacking them. Voight, 43, Stanton, 49, Judge, 55. He's expensive, but Torres, LeMahieu, like Sanchez, like I think if you're playing the Yankees today, you're just full on stacking and hope they just crush Robbie Ray. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. Um, like, And I don't think they're going to be that high on um, in tournaments either. So that could be just like, your leverage stack right there. And like you see today, they put up five runs. Um, and I'm pretty sure no one was really on them today. So but you have the same situation again where they could possibly pop off against Robbie Ray um, and be, the, be one of the top stacks of the night. So I like getting to them for sure in tournaments. These games are way too important not to have interest in these bats. Like even on the Blue Jays side, I mean, I don't go out of my way to want to pick on Corey Kluber, but the Blue Jays have one of the best offenses in baseball. Um, I mean, these are three of the better teams in baseball, and one of these teams is not going to make the playoffs, and that's what's crazy about the AL East and how good the Rays have been playing this season. So um, I think if you're playing the Blue Jays, you're looking at stacking them too. Uh, I mean, yeah, you could you could hit on something. Um, I know I saw some people playing Bo Bichette as like a one-off. And it's working out tremendously on Wednesday. But I think if you're playing the Blue Jays, you're stacking them. Yeah, definitely. Because you, you never know what you, what, what's going to happen. And, and like, like I wasn't expecting Toronto to put up nowhere near six runs tonight. And they did. So um, that could definitely happen for sure. And, and, and I would definitely have a mini stack of, and one-offs. But a full stack is definitely warranted a couple. Um, I think someone, I think G said earlier, um, like or earlier this year, that you should always want to play at least one or two stacks of the Yankees and one or two stacks of Toronto. They're always they have the best off. Like you said the best offense and one of the top offenses in the league on both sides, and can hit pr- pretty much against anybody. So um, I like getting to having some exposure to this game for sure, and going to be targeting probably Vlad Guerrero mainly, um, and Springer and Simeon. And and Bobuchet for sure, pretty much the top half of the lineup. Yeah, Vlad and Marcus Simeon, they tied the record for first baseman, second baseman combo for home runs in a season on Wednesday night. So I mean that just tells you how good this lineup has been this season. So and it's not even like Vlad doing the full carry, man. Uh it's been a great season for Simeon. He's really happy he got out of Oakland. 
Moving on, we got Miami going up against New York, facing the Mets. Uh, seven and a half total in this game. Mets, 190 favorite. Uh, Cabrera against McGill. Any interest here in Edward, Edward Cabrera? Uh, I'm probably not going to have that much exposure to him. I know he's he's kind of cheap. Um, and he only has like a 20% strikeout rate. So I can't see myself really getting into him that much. Um, and it's, and it's also the pitcher's part, which should help him out a little bit. But I, I think I like the hitting more on this side. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton of interest. The price is is somewhat appealing, but I mean, I don't think that I'll end up on him. McGill on the other side of this game. I, I mean, sign me up. I played Tajon Walker on uh, Wednesday night. I'll play McGill here. He's coming off with some rough starts, but faced the Brewers team that had a great second half. Faced the Cardinals team that couldn't lose. Um, faced the Yankees and dominated them. Like we've seen this guy's ceiling, and then he gets the Marlins. In New York, just sign me up. I mean, he's 9,100, but he might be the best pitcher on the slate if we're not going to pay these prices for like Bieber and some of these other guys. No, I, I agree 100%. And I'm going to have probably a lot of exposure to him tomorrow. I took a chance today and played under the field on Walker. Um, was right with the prop bet that I put that I put out there to put the other on the strikeouts, but he still got there. Um, he was just too cheap, and Miguel might be even a little bit too cheap at his price for this matchup. So I definitely like getting to him for sure. All right, um, bats, Marlins, anything? No, not not really. Honestly, I I can't see myself getting to no one on on this team. Tomorrow, uh, I used him yesterday just as as leverage, but uh, it didn't work out so well. Um, but I, I can't play him at all. Maybe a one off and like like Chisholm or Sanchez. This was a power, but that's really about it. And then on the other side, I mean the Mets, Pete Alonso, Javi Baez. These guys are way too cheap. Brendan Nimmo batting in the top of that order. Conforto two point eight K. I don't know if I'll fully stack the Mets, but I mean, as a secondary stack or some cheap one-offs or even like a two-man, I think anything goes here up to like a three-man for the Mets because the pricing is just so good. Yeah, well, I us say definitely. I like, I like the three-man stack for sure. Uh, you include, obviously, Alonzo in them. I'll go anywhere from pretty much like the top half and a lot of all the way down to about to about six um, and just leave, obviously, the seven-eighth hole um, where you got VR in there if he's going to be in a lineup and bias. Um, I think that I think that they are definitely in play tomorrow. Um, definitely some mini stacking. I think you even, I think you can even full stack it. Um, but I don't just know how likely are they going to be to be come out uh, on top as a top stack. But I can see um, see it having there in the boat. My favorite bat from this game would probably be would probably be uh, Conforto then Lindor. I would say. All right, moving on. We got uh, Tampa Bay at Houston. Yarbrough against McCullers in this one. Nine total. The Astros are a 142 favorite, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, we'll start here with Yarbrough. He's thrown six innings in back-to-back games now after they kind of um, limited him. They you know, threw him as like a long reliever. I mean, my biggest concern when it comes to Yarbrough and the Rays in general, they have nothing to play for anymore. They have won the AL East. They have home field throughout. Uh, I mean, they have nothing whatsoever to play for anymore. Um, so for me, Yarbrough, 
against the Astros, probably already a pass, but adding all that, easy pass. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I can't I, – I, he's because he's probably going to go to the six innings, and that might be enough, honestly, on the slate, but I, we're chasing upside. I want to go with um, high with high end um, – with also get some bats in there and stuff like that. I I don't think that that's worth the matchup and worth the price for to put a Yarborough for it. So um, I'd rather just go go elsewhere. Lance McCullers on the other side of this game, I'm very interested because I think the Rays are going to roll out a very, maybe even the C team lineup in this spot. Obviously, if it's the normal lineup, less interest, but I mean, Houston's still playing for something. They're chill, still trying to beat Seattle for the AL West, but with the Rays beating them on Wednesday night, I mean, the Rays are just, this is, this game is meaningless. The rest of the season is meaningless. I think the Rays are going to take this game off, give their guys a rest, and I think we're going to see a really, really weak lineup. Um, that game's not over. It's in the eighth, but um, a really, really weak lineup for Tampa here. And McCullers, I mean, that makes him very interesting for me. Yeah, I I agree with that. It's, I just want to see what the lineup's going to look like before going and committing to him. But if, there, if the lineup is, like you said, like, their C team lineup or even their B team. I'll take some shots on McCullers and have them in, in my pool for sure. Um, it's just going to depend on that's what I'm honestly dictated a lot because I, I was kind of expecting them to do that today since they since you said they have everything wrapped up and everything, but they came out there and was they had to win played. one more game. Okay, so that's probably why. Yep. So, yep. They, so they, they had got... to beat the Astros one more time to get home field because the Astros technically still could have. Still could have tied them if they didn't win today. But, I mean, it's okay. 6 nothing in the eighth, so we're assuming that the Rays yeah. are going to win. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, if they pull it off, then, yes, they definitely will rest their guys. Pretty much will be a situation like um, like uh, like St. Louis, what they did today. So, I, I, I fully expect that to happen. Uh, Tampa Bats, I mean, we're going to have to see what this lineup looks like. Um, I mean, Wander Franco, like, kudos to him. Um, reaching base, I think they, I think it's like something like 42 games or 41, like it's some crazy number now. Uh, so kudos to him. Any interest in the Tampa Bats? Um, I'm not gonna have that much interest. Um, uh, I see a lineup, honestly. So I, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to pass on them for right now until, like I said, I see a lineup tomorrow. What they're gonna do? Because um, I'll dictate a lot of it, but I probably would rather just get to more so the games also and the hitters that that when they're playing for something more. Houston, I mean, I have some interest in Houston here. I think they could potentially be a lower own stack, and they're one of those teams that I always have interest in, no matter what. And I think this is a good spot for them potentially getting very limited Yarbrough, and I mean the bad part of the bullpen here. So I, I think the Houston bats are interesting. Oh, I agree with you 100% with that. Um, I definitely like getting to, obviously, Altuve. Uh, Gary O'Brien is one of my top um, my also righties in there. Uh, Carrera as well. Um, and even you go with uh, Siri if he's, in the, if he's in the lineup tomorrow. Um, but if not, then I'd like McCormick in there as well instead of uh, if he's in there instead of Siri. Um, pretty much anyone, one through nine, I would I would roster on my, on my GPP lineup tomorrow um, because they all have power and upside to hit one out the park or two. All right, we got Philly going up against Atlanta here. Kyle Gibson, Ian Anderson. 
Eight and a half total. Atlanta is a one fifty five favorite here. Any interest in Kyle Gibson? Uh, I want to see. Hold on. What is is the Atlanta get eliminated? I mean, the Philly get eliminated yet or no? No, they're both still fighting. Um, this this know, series matters I a thought, ton. Yeah, Atlanta's winning seven two currently. All right, so which would put them four and a half games up, but it was I mean, still very close. Okay, yeah, I thought it would steal it for them. Okay, so I mean, if, if it's not going to steal it for them, then I'm definitely going to have some interest in Kyle Gibson. Um, obviously, with Kyle Gibson for sure because he's pitching for Philly and they need a win. So um, I'll have a little bit, but he if he's not impressive with a strikeout so far this year. He only only striking out batters around twenty percent this year, and lefties around seventeen and righties around twenty two. So it, it, I'll have a little bit of exposure to him, but I probably can't see myself getting. A lot of exposure to him. He doesn't give up a lot of fly balls, so that helps a little. That helps a lot. Um, but he's still giving up a lot of hard, good amount of hard contact. So I will, I will definitely have some exposure to him for sure. But uh, I can't see myself going like overboard. Yeah, a little interest. Um, not a ton. Little. Um, Ian Anderson. Same thing. Little interest. Not a ton of interest. Um, I mean, this is a guy that's capable of putting 30-plus points. When he's hitting zones and he's on fire um, and, and he's pitching well, when he can keep the walks down, I always like him more with, like, an extreme pitcher's umpire than an extreme hitter's umpire. So, I mean, I definitely think Anderson's in play. Um, I think this is a decent spot for him. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, and the price at 8.4K is a good price, too. So, um, I, I would probably have, like you, said, like you said, a little bit of exposure to him. Um, but not a lot because also, like I said, depends on what the lines will look like for each one of these teams, in my opinion, as well. All right, um, bats, any interest in Philly bats? Um, uh, not really. Um, I know they're playing for something, so I, sh- I should have more interest in them. I probably would take the lefties in, in this matchup more so than anything. Um, but Ian Anderson is not, it has been striking out batters, um, pretty because pretty good lately. Um, and let me look at his last 30 days real quick. Um, Anderson's last 30 days, um, X is not coming up for me. So actually it's not coming up for me right now, but, um, I'll have more so this, like some of the lefties in this matchup, like, like, like Bryce Harper, so one-off or DD, or DD, and he says more so with a mini stack. Um, and you obviously get Ratchet, Riamuto, and McCutcheon as well, but, um, that's pretty much it for me. Well, more so than anything. On the Atlanta side, I mean, I, Kyle Gibson has not had a bad season whatsoever, but this is a dude that can give up multiple home runs in a game. Um, I mean, I definitely think the Atlanta bats are somewhat interesting here. Um, I mean, it, it's a game that matters too. What are your thoughts on the Atlanta bats? Yeah, it, it's a game that matters. So I like the Atlanta side more so than the Philly side. So I'm more inclined to honestly stack them. Um, really, it should probably be more so the opposite since I'm playing GPPs. But I definitely like um, like Freeman to me. Obviously, he's one of the best hitters in baseball. He stands out to me a lot in this matchup, and so does um, Albie. So those are two I would probably my top targets from this team. Um, and then I would then obviously I would get into pretty much anyone else like Solar, Riley, DeBall. Um, those are definitely guys I don't mind having in my lineup for sure. Rosario, even batting six, I think is in a great spot too. So, um, yeah, those are some of the batters I would definitely like to get to for sure. Detroit at Minnesota. We got Scoble against Ryan in this one. 
Eight and a half total. Uh, the Twins are one ninety favorites. Any interest here in Scoble? Um, I want to say yes, but it's it's Scoble, so, so I'm gonna I'll have a little bit. I mean, you shouldn't. 26, you should. I know. I, sh- I shouldn't. I know. But he, he's out. on a he's on an innings limit. Like they're not gonna let oh. him go more than three or four innings here. So I mean. I, I, I we'll play him. Like we'll play him limit. again next year, Dre. I didn't know he was on the limit. My fault. I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't read that information. Yeah, they've him, capped so. him at fifty pitches the last four outings. He's gone three, 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 four. So I mean, uh, yeah. So yeah, never mind. Don't. I'm out on him completely. I got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that note because I really didn't know that. So yeah, I I definitely do not have interest in Scoble for sure. Yeah. Make no, sure I mean they simple. they have just gotten to the point where they're limiting their guys. It's smart. They do have some talented young pitchers and um, very excited where um, some of these Detroit pitchers like Detroit actually might be good next year. It'd be interesting to see Uh, the other side. We got Joe Ryan coming off an 11 strikeout game against the Cubs. It was fantastic. I was way overweight on him. Um, I mean, this is another great spot. It's Detroit. And I mean, he's another guy that like pitch count wise probably won't go into the nineties, but I think we get 85 and I think the strikeout upside is definitely worth taking the shot here. I, I agree with that. I'm going to be probably – honestly, I can see him being my highest elements. We'll pitch it tomorrow because of the match obviously against Detroit um, and Detroit having ha- – averaging like about 25% strikeout um, for the hitters on the season. So I, I can see myself playing a lot of them, and I, and I love being to the spot for them. All right. Um bats detroit anything uh you i mean you can take them in tournaments i but i'm not gonna have that much of them if i do like grossman's a good uh, to me like the top half of the lineup is really good the target i think like Madu, swoop uh grossman candelario those, those are pretty much it i don't i can't see myself playing um all of them though but like he does give a fly balls out of out of, out of good amount but got a high percentage so i don't mind some of these guys that, that have some power and upside but that's really about it oh uh, yeah not a ton of interest in detroit um little interest in minnesota just because i don't think scoble is going to go deep into this game uh so for me i mean i don't mind maybe getting some exposure here to donaldson buxton scope um these types of guys in this spot they're not expensive so um, i think the minnesota Secondary stack definitely makes a little sense here. They're a big favorite. Their implied team total is really nice. Um, I'm with Vegas on this one. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I'm gonna, I definitely be getting some for sure. And we know that Detroit doesn't have um, – they, well, they do have a decent ball, ball, uh, pitching bullpen, I guess. But with this, with the way the season is towards the end of it, they're probably like, going to let a lot of people rest. So I can see myself definitely getting some for sure. So more like to primary, as a secondary stack except for primary. Cleveland at Kansas City. Bieber against Zerpa. I guess that you say his name. No total in this game. Um, any interest here in Bieber? No, and I know the limiting his innings. <laughs> oh yeah, I read that. I read that one. So I don't even know why they're honestly playing him. Um, he's not. They're not even in the playoffs picture. So, but he he'll be out there, and I don't. I'm not going to have him at all. He's he's too expensive, and he's not getting enough. Um. Uh, not batting enough for me where um, I would want um, to have him. 
yeah, Angel Zerpa gonna be um taking their uh, the start here. Uh, this dude started the season in single A, uh, worked his way up through uh, the minors this season. He's 4K. Any interest here in Angel Zerpa? No, I'm not gonna have any interest in him. I want to be have more just in the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do here. Um, I was reading about him a little bit before we got started. I mean, decent prospect, a lefty, above average command, not above average fastball, but an above average changeup. I mean, changeups are always really good. So I'll probably do a little bit of deep diving on what this lineup looks like as as far as like against changeups. And I mean, he's 4K. You could do a lot worse. I mean, if you're trying to stack like the Blue Jays or the Yankees or the Red Sox, you might end up in this range. So I definitely want to see lineup, first of all, um, for sure. And then, I mean, just how this team performs against changeups. Because the bottom of this order strikes out a ton. Like, I, I really considered playing Lynch um, on, on Wednesday just because of how much the bottom of this order strikes out. I'm really glad that I didn't. Um, but, I mean, this, the strikeout upside is there. So, we'll have to see. Uh, any interest in the Cleveland Bats? Oh, yeah, definitely want to have some Cleveland Bats. Um Especially in Zerpa. Um, like you said, change of what's is probably a pitch we might just have to worry about. But other than that, I, I like getting some. Uh, we got a whole bunch of obviously more so righties in his lineup for that thing. So, and against a lefty like him, uh, like Jose, obviously Reyes, uh, and uh, Ramirez, and then Framo Reyes, and then you got Rosario. Those are my top three people I would, I would target a lot of. Um, but yeah, to me, a full stack with them is, is definitely something I would target and go more after. Uh, Kansas City bats here. I mean, Beaver's only going to throw a few innings. I mean, <sighs> Salvador Perez hit another one, 48, and then sprained his ankle. Yep. He slipped on the dugout steps. Oh, man. I wanted to see him hit 50 so bad. I hope it's not like a really bad sprain, but we might not see him in a lineup again the rest of the season, which kind of stinks because I really wanted to see him get to 50. Um, any interest in the Kansas City bats here? I'm gonna have a little bit because I, I don't think Bieber's gonna go that long, so I fully expect Bieber to probably dominate the first three innings that he's out there for. Um, but then after that, I, I, the bullpen I think again can get lit up a little bit with Kansas City, so I'll have a little bit of them in tournaments. Arizona at San Francisco. Bumgarner against Scott Casimir in this one. Um, eight and a half total. The Giants, an eight, 180 favorite. Um, any interest here in Madison Bumgarner? Um, I'm gonna, I want to say, nah, not, not against, not against San Francisco. I, I, it's, it's tough, I know, but uh, he's a good pitcher. I, I think he still is a good pitcher, but. I just got to – I like San Francisco too much in this matchup, honestly, so no. Is this the last time we see Madison Bumgarner in San Francisco? Um, I'm out. No chance. I mean, this lineup is really strong. Belt being out of the lineup doesn't hurt them against the lefty. Longoria is having a fantastic season against lefties. They got Bryant. They got Posey. They got Flores. They got platoon guys. They can platoon here with, like, Ruff and Slater. Easy note for me as far as Madison Bumgarner is concerned. And then even the other side of this game, Scott Kazmir. This, this lineup's really not a really big strikeout team. 
against left-handed pitching. So I think I'm going to pass. I don't expect him to go too deep into the game anyway, and I don't think it's a huge strikeout upside spot. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, uh, just from looking at it right here, I don't think he is. And, and at 6.2, I'd rather take the chance that he said at that point like with Zerpa <laughs> and see what he has a little bit uh, over Kashmir just because um, that match might be um, a little bit better. All right. Um, bats, anything stand out to you for Arizona? Arizona, I definitely like getting to I'm gonna I'm gonna target some of these bats though against Casimir. Uh, Just have a like I said a little bit because but since they don't um strike out a lot um with this lineup particularly, Marte or uh, Ramos, those are some of the guys I would definitely like to get to for sure. I like Christian Walker in this matchup too as well. I can see this being a little bit competitive before. Um, it gets out of hand, and if the winds are going to be blowing out, um, even though it doesn't matter in, in this ballpark in San Francisco, but it, it, I think that this could still be like a game that could put up a, a decent amount of runs So, uh, with the way the pitching is on each side. So, yeah, I, I can see myself having those main bats with um, Arizona. Um, the other side, I mean, I love the Giants here. I, I think they could potentially – Pound Bumgarner in this spot. A um, lot of interest for me in San Francisco. Some of these prices, Longoria 3.8K. I don't know how I feel about playing the platoon guys because I feel like they will get pinch hit for in this game. But Posey, Bryant, um, even like Crawford, lefty, lefty, he's always hit left handed pitching well. Um, I don't mind the Giants in this spot. Yeah, I, I love the Giants. They're probably, honestly, it's probably going to be my favorite stack to go with on the night or second favorite, maybe behind. Uh, maybe behind the um, Boston Red Sox. But I definitely love getting to them for sure. Um, and and I think they're going to put up a, a, a good score. Um, just from one through eight, like we can't just deny that this team is not a good good hitting team. They've been good all year, even when we all probably have doubted them at some point in time. Um, so, yeah, let's give them the due process and um, the Roses, and hopefully they have a good game tomorrow, um, tomorrow and wrap everything up because they're still playing for um, the division. All right, we finish it out. We got San Diego at LA taking on the Dodgers. Uh, Vincent Velasquez against Tony Gonzalez. Um, nine total in this game. Dodgers a two fifty favorite. Any interest here in Vincent Velasquez? Uh, I'm gonna hold on. Sorry, sorry, real quick. Um, I'm honestly probably not gonna play a lot of Vincent Velasquez. Um, this was I have more interest in the Dodgers, honestly. Um, and I know that they're still playing for something. Granted, I know Vince Velasquez has like a strikeout. This has not this have that bad of a strikeout rate, but hard contact is there that he gives up. Um, and I think the Dodgers are just on a mission right now, just to make sure they like try to come back if they can and lock up this, lock up the well. They locked up the wild card already, but if they can try to find a way to lock up the division and get there, they will. So um, I can't see myself playing with Vince a lot, honestly. I mean, they scored four runs in the first um, on Wednesday night. So, are not to to play Vincent Vlad. Oh wait, no, it's not not playing him. Um, the other it's side, not play him. yeah. <laughs> the other side of this game, I don't think I played Tony Gonzalez once this season. I'm not going to start now. Uh, they've limited his pitches all season. I don't see that changing. He could put up 25 with limited pitches in this spot, but I still don't think 
I'm going to take a shot on it. I might. I mean, not at that price. If it was a little bit cheaper, I would say I might, just because I don't know what kind of lineup San Diego's running, and I don't think San Diego really has their heart in it. And after the way everything has been happening with them the past couple weeks, and them now officially being eliminated from the playoffs about a week ago, so um, if it was cheaper, I would say yes, but I'm probably not going to play them either. Uh, Padres bats. I mean, I think Gonzalez a good pitcher, so I really don't want to go out of my way to play the Padres at these prices. But I mean, you can always take shots on Tatis and Machado. Yeah, I agree. I you, you definitely can, and, and I don't. I'll probably have him in the, my plan for as one offs for sure. Um, even I would probably even um have um have Cronenworth a little bit in there too as well, and Grisham um um just as one offs and maybe even a mini stack. Um, but I don't fully expect them to be anywhere near the top of my top or someone a team I have a lot of exposure to. Um, this will be more interesting than the Dodgers bats on that side, um, more than anything. Yeah, I love Dodgers. Late night hammer, Dodgers, sign me up. Um, I, I know I'm not gonna have to talk you in it into it. I mean, this is a great spot for the Dodgers. This is one of those spots where you're sitting on a lot of Dodgers stacks and you're just like, all right, low scoring beginning of the night. No big deal. The Dodgers, here they come. Yep, I agree with you 100%. Is anyone in this lineup, um, I'm pretty sure they want to sit maybe one of these guys. Since I think that's what they've been doing pretty much for the most part, just rotating guys in and out and resting one of them. Um, but Mookie Betts, probably probably one of my favorite hitters on the slate, Max or, or and even Max and Max Muncy and Corey Seager. Um, I just love this whole lineup from top to bottom. It's probably like the death lineup for like for them, um, which was like the Golden State Warrior lineup for NBA purposes. So um, it's just too good to pass up on and just play anyone in this lineup from top to bottom. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Uh, give me a guy under, under 8K to get six more strikeouts. Um, who do you got today? Uh, under 8K to get six or more. Dang, it's not really that many options. Um, I'm going to say... I like Atlanta a lot today, too. Um, goodness. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take a shout out here, I guess, and just say... Um, Yarbrough. Yarbrough's under 8K. So I'll, I'll just say Yarbrough against Houston. Yeah, give me Angel Zerpa because I don't think any of these guys get there. I might as well take the cheapest guy. Um, over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Uh, over 8K to score under 15. Um, who did we talk about that we didn't? That, that was not high on. Um... Oh, well, obviously, I'm, I'm, well, it's cheating, but Shane Bieber. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you're not going to take him? Um, I'll go Corey Kluber against Toronto. Yeah. Give me a guy over 4K to go yard today. I don't want to give no one obvious from the game that I like. So I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go. Actually, I'm going to switch it up and go someone different. I'm going to go Eddie Rosario. From Atlanta, I like it. Um, I'm gonna go Max Muncie. 
Give me a guy under 4K to get two hits. Give me, give me Austin Slater's lead off. I'll go. I think I'm like I'm. I'm gonna say one of these is gonna be a home run. Give me Pete Alonso because it's ridiculous. He's that cheap. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. Okay. I am going to say I'm gonna I'm gonna go on on I don't wanna say the obvious flicks and plays. I don't like doing that. So I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go Minnesota. All right. I'm gonna go Red Sox as a Red Sox fan. I need them to score six more runs. Um so I'm gonna go Red Sox. Uh Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, no, was, hopefully, you know, everyone can end off the baseball season well and um, can win some money. Yeah, I mean, it's it's getting down to that time of the year. Um, a lot of fun. Excited for the last week of baseball season here. I mean, we're right around the corner, so anything can happen. It's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday. Talking more baseball. Football podcast will be out Thursday afternoon, so make sure you guys are checking that out. Uh, week four already. It's crazy. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you guys again tomorrow.